is the Celebrity Afterlife Report podcast. Hello, dear listeners. It is me, the Celebrity Medium, back once again for another installment of the Celebrity Afterlife Report, the only show on the internet that gives you the up-to-the-minute gossip about all your favorite deceased celebs. As always, I've been getting updates on the next world celebrity scene from my afterlife paparazzi contacts, and I have some juicy stuff to pass along to you all. You know, I think it's time to jump right into the deep end of the pool. You know, whatever you think of former Doors singer Jim Morrison, you really have to give the guy credit for perseverance. Last week I reported on a disastrous first show by Morrison and his new version of the Real Legends, the band he formed when he was kicked out of the All-Star Legends band. Yes, I know it's a little bit confusing. From what I've been told, this iteration of the bunch of impersonators of original Legends members is even more pathetic than the first group Morrison put together about a year ago. Jim and the new lineup was booed off the stage at the Next World's Whiskey A Go-Go after about three songs. Now, one might think that that, coming on the heels of Morrison's numerous recent career setbacks, would cause him to disband the group and move on. One would be wrong, however. Morrison's band of lip-synkers was booked to appear at the afterlife's recreation of the famous CBGBs the other night, but he expected Morrison and the real legends to no-show the gig. But in this particular case, many were wrong. They took the stage right on time and began performing. And that's performing in quotes because the band, also in quotes, apparently cannot play their instruments and just mime to a pre-recorded track. Now you may be surprised to hear that not only was the group not booed off stage this time, but that the audience was wildly enthusiastic. Apparently the crowd, which included former Nirvana singer Kurt Cobain in the front row, was enjoying the show ironically. When the Real Legends finished their set, Cobain led the crowd in a standing ovation. A reporter caught up with Kurt on the sidewalk outside the club. He asked him if the applause and cheering was sarcastic, to which Cobain replied, No, not at all. I think what Jim is doing takes real guts. Anyone can get on stage with talented musicians behind them. Jim is going out there naked, so to speak, and risking rejection from the crowd. He's a real survivor, and I'm in awe of that. Unquote. On last week's report, I told you about new arrival to the afterlife, playwright Edward Albee mistaking Jackie Kennedy, who has been surgically altered to resemble Marilyn Monroe, for the real Monroe. The two left the next world arrival center together to have lunch. I'm now told that Albee has been clued in that the woman he met was the former first lady and not the actress he thought she was. I'm also informed that the real Monroe is reaching the end of her patience with Jackie's impersonation of her. 
The two women have been abiding by TV judge Tammy Faye Baker's ruling that because she has bleached her hair platinum blonde and gotten breast implants, Jackie can continue to emulate Monroe. That, however, is not stopping Marilyn from giving numerous interviews in which she complains in what I'm told is very colorful language that Kennedy is getting showbiz offers that might otherwise have gone to her. The bizarre novelty of Jackie's identity theft has gotten her booked on several TV talk shows as well as made her the spokeswoman for a popular line of cosmetics. In an interview she did the other day, Monroe said that any show or entity that books Jackie is essentially dead to her. She said she will never appear on any show or in any movie that employs Jackie in her persona, nor will she endorse any product that uses Jackie in their advertising. So, of course, the question is, will any of those companies care? Since they're essentially getting Marilyn's character just in the form of Jackie. This is a bizarre story that only gets more bizarre as time goes on. We have been following the story of Gene Wilder and his ex-wife Gilda Radner since Gene arrived in the afterlife a few weeks ago. When he first got there, he was reluctant to return Gilda's affectionate hug and kiss as he felt it would be cheating on his widow. Now, since then, it's been explained to the beloved actor that people frequently arrive in the next world before their earthly plane's significant other and that no one there judges them if they reconnect with a loved one from earlier in their life. Since then, I've been told about many sightings of Gene and Gilda in public, including at at least one red carpet event, where I'm told they looked very lovey-dovey. Okay, now comes a surprising development in the story. Shortly before recording this episode of The Report, I received word that Wilder and Radner are now remarried. Apparently, as they exited the red carpet gala, one of my paparazzi contacts spotted what she thought looked like a wedding ring on Gilda's finger. She asked Radner about it and was surprised when the comedian told her that she and Jean had quietly gotten married earlier in the day. Now, according to the newlyweds, they wanted the ceremony to be a private affair with no press in attendance. And according to my source, the wedding took place in Gilda's apartment into which Jean has now moved. The ceremony was officiated by the bride's fellow former SNL cast member, Phil Hartman, with several other SNLers in attendance. I'm sure I join all my listeners in wishing the remarried couple a very happy existence together. And lastly for this week, also just before recording this show, I got word that golf legend Arnold Palmer has arrived in the afterlife. I'm told that the king, as Palmer was known to fans of the game, laughed really hard when he saw that many who came to greet him had on stereotypical golf outfits, like, you know, green pants, yellow shirts, white socks, that kind of thing. 
When someone in the crowd yelled, So what are you planning on doing, King? Palmer replied, Well, who designs golf courses around here? So it sounds as if, unlike many famous people in the next world, Arnold Palmer plans on staying in the same occupation he had on the earthly plane. And with that, it's time to lock up the Celebrity Afterlife Report studio for another week. Please join me next week when I'll have another roundup of all the most up-to-the-minute gossip about all your favorite deceased celebs. Between now and then, please help spread the word about the report by telling anyone and everyone that the show is available for free on iTunes, in the Google Play Store, and on Kate Chung Radio, 16.30 a.m. in Los Angeles. I am the Celebrity Medium. Thanks for listening. You've been listening to the Celebrity Afterlife Report podcast. To ask a question about your favorite deceased celebrity, call 818-3-MY-DREAM. 818-3-MY-DREAM. 818-369-3732.